0: I actually didn't believe it at first. I was like, there's no way that this could happen. I was just I'm running, I'm snowboarding. How how could this happen? Especially at the age, um, there's a lot of moments of confusion and, and denial, I think at first. It became very philosophical. I lived a lot in my mind and, and asked myself these difficult questions. And um honestly, like without the friends and the family and that like kind of unconditional support, um, I, I really don't think I would be here. And I think when when people are paralyzed in their minds and and thinking like you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. I would just say, eventually you just gotta snap out of it and then know that you can, you just gotta push yourself. I got lucky, I was surrounded with the right people that was encouraging me and I was surrounding myself with people that were trying to be better. It's a it's a firm reminder of, you know, who you are and where you are and I think that, that all kind of falls into like, you know, self-confidence. I would say if I can encourage, you know, one person to fall in love with life again, I would consider my life a success.
1: guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. Before we get started, before I introduce this week's guest, which I'm super excited to have, by the way, I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in, listening. I don't know if you're driving, you're at the gym, or you're just in your office, home office, laying in your pajamas, or whatever it is you're doing. I hope you're dreaming big. I hope you are visualizing and seeing a bright future no matter where you are right now. My mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. Right now, you are the most important person to me. Listen, enjoy, kick back, but also take notes and take at least one thing with you today that can help you move in the direction that you want to be in life. We're here to help. I want to hear from you. So please let me know how how it's going. If there's anything that we can help and assist you with, Uh, I would love to be that person for you. And without further ado, and before I introduce this week's guest, I also want to say thank you to Remarkable2. And I've written down my goals basically since I was 15 years old. And I always did pen to paper. I'm a big believer in pen to paper. I don't believe in typing it in on the computer, which is probably better than not doing it at all or your phone. But there's something magical that happens when you type pen to paper. Now with the Remarkable, you can actually do that digitally. So if you want to be cool and look cool, and but still be, you know, a little bit old school. Check out Remarkable. I really like it. I can also send my articles from, you know, LA Times, New York Times, all the magazines directly to it as a PDF, and all the advertising and all the bright lights is gone. So check out Remarkable um, if you're interested in that. This week's guest, you know, we got connected in a strange way, inquired on a property, and then we started chatting, sending some cool, you know, sports pictures, action pictures. And, you know, now we're here today. We actually never met in person, but I, I got the honor, you know, to having uh, Ryan here on my podcast. And uh, Ryan Chen is a super cool dude, grew up, loved sports, and when he was 19 his life completely changed. He he shattered his spine in a snowboarding accident and was instantly paralyzed from the waist down. As you can imagine this hit hard and what do you do from that? And that's the question we're going to ask today. How do you how do you come back to loving life and doing something incredible? Ryan is here now as a super cool human individual that are building an incredible company called Neuro, and they were on Shark Tank. They're rolling out to Whole Foods all over the country, which is fucking badass. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but <laughs> it's my show, so I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah, Ryan Chen, without further ado, welcome to the I Love Success podcast.
0: <laughs> Peter, thanks so much for having me. I love the intro. <laughs> I love the energy.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's you. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 go to Japan. You come back, and then you love sports. And then you go you go on a skiing trip. Can you just talk about that and and like what happened?
0: Yeah. So so I actually got recruited for a couple of schools to 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 run cross country and track, and decided to to kind of focus more of my efforts on like student council and things that were more um like student council oriented. And so freshman year, I was one of the liaisons on our in our undergraduate campus. We, I went to UCSD where I met my co-founder and sophomore year in 2009, I was 19. And, uh, we were up for, um, our friend's birthday, a little skiing trip. And, you know, everything seemed regular. It was like, little did I know that my life would change, you know, in like the next like 24 hours, but I was going off a jump like about February 8th in 2009. And and I landed, um, on my spine, about 35 feet going off a pretty big jump. Um, I grew up skiing. I grew up snowboarding, uh, it was something I loved doing. It's still a big part of my life. Um, I go mono skiing now, which is it's incredibly fun. But um, in that moment, um yeah, everything stopped. Like I remember hitting the ground. It was cold, it was like a whiteout storm. So you couldn't really quite see your landing. And that I think that was a, a big reason for for the injury. Um, but I remember laying down and I mean the park was pretty much closed because the weather was so bad and the conditions were so bad, but Luckily, my girlfriend at the time was behind me, uh, realized something was wrong. I couldn't get up. I couldn't feel my legs. Um, She skied down to get ski patrol, And immediately, I mean, I kind of knew something was serious when I I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't move. And I also was having trouble breathing because the impact was so big that what happened was like I had a T9 burst fracture. So my my ninth uh, thoracic vertebrae exploded and I punctured my right lung because I broke all my ribs. And so it was a combination of all that, but a lot of adrenaline. I remember just like, where am I? Like what happened? Um, I knew where I was, but I knew something was, was bad. So I didn't want to fall asleep or if I hit my head, I didn't want to like go unconscious. Um, but I mean, within eight hours between the ambulance, going to one hospital, going to another, going to trauma one surgery um, in Loma Linda, um, they, they, they put me under to, to stabilize my spine and, and basically rebuild my back. Um, I woke up a couple of days later in the ICU and then I was told that you know I would, I would never walk again. And so that was one, surreal, and two, I, I actually didn't believe it at first. I was like, there's no way that this could happen. I was just, I'm running, I'm s- snowboarding. How, how could this happen? Especially at that age, um, there's a lot of moments of confusion and, and denial, I think, at first. Um, but yeah, I spent the better half of about six months in and out of living in a hospital and then um, trying to go back to school later that same year in September.
1: Thank you for sharing that first. Yeah. Of all. No and what happens in 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 the mind during those times when like somebody tells you like, "Hey, you're you're never going to walk again," and you you don't believe them, like right? Uh, yeah. And when when does it kick in, and and how do you like what are what are the thoughts that goes through your mind at that point?
0: Um, I, th- I, the first, the first moment when I heard it, I, I didn't believe it. I was almost like in denial, so much shock. Like I, I like yeah. visit, my brain could not process like what was being told. Um, you know, my mom was living in Japan at the time, flew in my dad, my sister, my close friends. Um, and I think like they knew that something was really serious. Um, and then when they heard the diagnosis, I think everybody was like just shocked, you know, crying. I got letters from you know, my team in high school and you know, like friends and everybody back at school. And and I think that started to sink in where I was getting like big posters and cards and get better and get well soon, text messages, emails, all that stuff. And I think for the first few months it was, you know, almost like blind optimism. I, I you know, I thought that like I have to get better, there's no way. And I think reality to really started to sink in, I would say month three onward. And um to, to be completely honest, I think the first two years was very, very tough. Um, I went through major ups and downs, emotional swings from like 19 to 21. Um, also during that two year span, I did uh, a total of about 15 surgeries. So every time I was like, wait, why me? And then you go through this like moments of frustration, depression, um, even suicidal thoughts. You're just like, I, I don't know what my life is going to even mean anymore. Like how, how can I possibly recover from this? Or like what kind of future can, can my life hold? So you ask yourself a lot of these questions and in a lot of ways, like, it became very philosophical. I lived a lot in my mind and, and asked myself these difficult questions. And um honestly, like without the friends and the family and that like kind of unconditional support, um, I, I really don't think I would be here. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's so crazy because I've, I've had those thoughts like what would happen to my life if, I, if I'm in an accident and mm-hmm. I get paralyzed? And to be honest with you, before I started this podcast four or five years ago, I I would would have said, like, hey, I don't want to live then. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Those are exact thoughts that go through a lot of people's minds, I think.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of but then when you you get the 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 opportunity to meet with people that have gone through that, you realize that something we're we're magnificent, magnificent as human beings. We find a way to survive and we find a way to thrive again. And can you just talk about when when was the shift when you like went from hey I don't want to do this anymore and like what's going on with my life until you started feeling like hey I can actually do this?
0: I think it's yeah. There's like one to 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 go into that point. What you're saying, humans are cr- incredibly adaptable, um, yeah. and and perseverance is a huge a huge factor. I think people aren't sure what they're capable of until like their backs against the wall and like. You know, you're, you're forced and you're, you're pushed to to, to see, see what your limits are. And for me, it was a lot of that was like the emotional and mental push. Like I, I really thought I was like on that verge. Um, but it in turn in made me more stronger, I think in a lot of ways, more empathetic. I think going back to your point, um, I think it, it was about a year and a half into it when I first made my like trip out. I, I traveled with some friends, realized that like, oh, a lot of the things that I focused on in the, in the beginning was like, Oh, I can't do this. Or I can't do that. This is going to be different. And then you realize you put all these negative thoughts in your mind of like, Oh, like you start with, I can't versus before it's like, Oh, I can do this. And slowly Mm -hmm. you start checking off things of like, Oh, I can, I can go on a road trip or I can go to music festivals. I can learn to drive. You, I can graduate. I could double make, you start doing things and you start checking off goals. And, um, and then you slowly kind of build your confidence back. I think for me, it wasn't obviously an overnight thing. You, you don't just get, wake up the next morning. You're like, Hey, you know what? Everything is good. It was like slow, small milestones. And I think one, one thing I always tell myself and, and, you know, others is just like celebrate the small wins because life is so short, moves so fast. Uh, you got to just appreciate, you know, how far you've come and, and, you know, Give yourself give yourself some credit, you know, when when credit's due and you're working hard and, and you see small levels of progression. Um, I think that's really important for for one, your mental health and and two, your confidence to to build into something and, and realize that um your goalposts can keep moving back further and further. And you can you can be more confident and you can start to look for for more bigger and audacious goals. Like, you know, it, it slowly happens, but it, it takes it takes small steps at a time.
1: Was it any specific person or book or YouTube video or anything that kind of started giving you more energy?
0: Man, I yeah, so many of my close friends were you're pivotal. Like, you know, my co-founder, Kent, like one of my best friends, he's like a brother to me. Um, my childhood best friend, Brandon, came to visit me in the hospital. And I remember one thing he said was like, hey man, like you're still the same guy, but now you're just in the chair chilling. And he just said that with so much swag and confidence. And I, I laughed because I was like, oh man, like you're right. Like i'm still the same person like getting from point a to point b might be different but inherently like i am who i am and that injury or accident or traumatic event can a lot of times shape you but it doesn't necessarily have to define you and for me that was huge i was like you know what you're right this doesn't have to define me i can i can i can use this as an experience and then like better further further better myself in a lot of ways so I mean, there's so many people in my life. Um, Marcus Haney, uh, one of my best friends from high school, um, took me on my first road trip and trip after my accident. That was an eye opening experience. Um, yeah, there's just so many people I, I can't even begin to think like really close friends. And I'm, I'm really fortunate for that.
1: Awesome. And as far as, you know, I meet so many people that are paralyzed in their mind you know they're stopping themselves from doing things because they think they can't and uh, mm-hmm. what do you want to tell tell those people i I think yeah. it's such such a shame when you see that like hey believe in yourself yeah. and, and 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 try to get the small wins but it, it's much easier said and done especially oh, if sure. you, if you're if you're if you feel we we all know like when we feel weak, it doesn't matter if someone says, Yeah, come on, cheer up, buddy. Like you're like, fuck you. I I, I don't <laughs> yeah. like so
0: I felt that it's, way it's hard fun. yeah. I mean, I remember in the beginning, um, you know, when I first got my accident and like they, they were trying to force a therapist, a neuropsychologist, all these people to just see me. And I was like, No, like why why the fuck do I need to talk to somebody who doesn't know my condition? Like, why am I gonna talk about a talk to a stranger? And I was really stubborn and then I was really kind of naive that you know talking through things is actually really therapeutic um but like what i have to say about that is yeah i i do know what it's like to be paralyzed in your mind because those first two years was a real uphill battle and uh the moments where i'm like what's the point you ask yourself like why and i think there has to be a moment where you just have to stop feeling sorry for yourself like i felt sorry that I was like hey i'm a young kid i had a bright future what happened and I started t- talking to myself in all these past tense, like this could have, or I, I should have. And, you know, everyone knows this, and you can always say that you, you should have, could have, would have, like, it's all these like ex- almost excuses. And, and there, there came to be a point where I didn't want to feel sorry for myself. I didn't want to be a case where people were always like, oh, you know, we had these expectations for Ryan and I'm sure Ryan had expectations of himself, but because of this, like, you know what? He has a perfectly good reason or excuse not to, or not to be able to accomplish those things. And I think all of us start to convince ourselves of that if we tell ourselves that long enough. Um, I think after college and I I graduated, you know, I was able to graduate with my friends and my peers. It took a lot of time. and, And there was a lot of, a lot of that mental thing. I was like, man, you know what? Like all my friends are getting these cool internships in the summer. They're traveling. I'm like in summer school, trying to keep up and catch up. And, you know you're going to go through these hard moments in your life but just know that if you keep working at it you're going to get far and i think when when people are paralyzed in their minds and and thinking like you know i can't do this or i can't do that um, i would just say eventually you just got to snap out of it and then know that you can you just got to push yourself
1: and as far as looking at you know confidence and, and what do you do on a on a day to day to work day to day basis to work on your confidence
0: that's a good question. I don't know if I've been asked, asked that. Day to day confidence, I would say, being proud of like what you're doing. You know, like if you're doing hard work, and you know it might not be completely your passion, at least you know that you're working hard. Or if you're not liking what you're doing, actively looking for something that is going to be going toward achieving your goal. So, I think that all boils down into confidence and and kind of staying grounded, staying connected with. Like you know, people who are close with your lives, you know, pick up the phone, call a loved one. I think it's a it's a firm reminder of you know who you are and where you are, and I think that that all kind of falls into like you know self confidence.
1: Yeah, I think uh, confidence is so hard because I realized in my life when I'm happy. I'm usually very confident. Mm -hmm. And when I'm sad, it's almost like the
0: body shows. Like like when you You slouch over your you kind of put your head a little bit down. Yeah. Mood affects a lot of that.
1: It does. Yeah. And but for me, I try to do things that make me happy on a day-to-day basis, even though like every job, every business, if you want to become an athlete, entrepreneur, actor, singer, whatever. Whatever you want to do mm-hmm. in order to excel, not every moment is going to be super fun, right? No. Because you, you'll yeah. have to hustle. You'll have to, there will be struggles.
0: I always say that like, you don't know, you can't be happy unless you've ever been sad, right? There's no, you need a baseline. You need some reference point. And so for you to really enjoy success, like you have to have struggle, Um not too much struggle or not too many, you know, wins because then you get complacent and things get too easy but um yeah, I think that's important. Like what do you, what do you do that kind of makes you happy? Like what? I work out. Working out. Um, that's great. That's like one of the best ways to do it.
1: I love that. I meditate uh, mm-hmm. I love coffee. I Amazing. usually go like in the morning just have a coffee uh look at the beach, uh, try to be with myself a little bit. It's awesome. And, yeah. I, I try to do, I mean, it's interesting. I want to ask you this because it's a difference between being, feeling lonely and being in solitude. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you do? Like, how are you, how, how have you worked with yourself and uh, do you enjoy your own company
0: now? That's a really good question. I actually, by, By trait, I think my personality, I'm not really good at being by myself. I'm I'm pretty extroverted. So there's a lot of moments where like, oh man, like I'm I'm gonna be eating alone tonight or dinner tonight. Like I I wanna see who's available, but I do think it's really important to take those moments of solitude and just like enjoy being alone, you know, being with your with yourself, like not in a negative way, but just be like, oh, I'm gonna enjoy my own company and like be with my my own thoughts. I think that's important, but um. Yeah, I think that's it. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I think, but I, really I do hard. work on that. Like, I, I, I think yeah. I actively know that. Like, oh, it's good to spend some time alone. Like, you know, after this call, probably go hopefully check out the sunset. Just, you know, yeah. go outside. I've been working all day inside, which is not good. So get a little, yeah. get outside a little bit. Um, yeah, enjoy. I think, enjoy that. Yeah, you got to.
1: I think you know the as far as the solitude versus loneliness. I think for any person. Listening to this, if you want to, you know, excel in your life, first of all, I do believe: uh, go fast, go alone; go far, go together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, you, yes, yeah, so I do believe that you should be with other people. But there's also going to come a couple of decisions and moments in your life when it's only you. Uh, so to build that strength, I think it's important to to spend time with yourself and be okay with that and, and not by self, being by yourself i don't mean that being on your phone really being with yourself and you know listen to those negative thoughts that comes up in any person's mind and and battling them and and winning over them and and knowing hey this is going to come at me but i am ready and i'm going to win over that and i'm going to love myself yeah in order to love others and create the life that i want
0: Absolutely. No, I love that. I love how you said that. As far
1: as goals, how do you work with
0: goals? (laughs) With goals. um, Like I said, I think the goalpost keeps moving when you, when you get closer and closer to it, but I like to set goals um, that are team oriented. You know, I do have personal goals. Like right now, you know, I had a dream of flying as a kid right now. I'm like actively trying to get my private pilot certification. Um, You know, those are personal goals that I think ultimately would have a greater goal on who I am build a little bit more confidence, make me a better leader, help encourage, you know, the people on my team to kind of go for their own goals too. So, you know, we we've had teammates who who've switched completely different roles from web development to like email marketing or like uh data analyst to operations. Like, like as long as you're open and receptive to like seeing what people are doing, you can be a better leader. And, um, And, and they, they mention what those goals are. So I think fact checking, just not yourself, like, Hey, if what I'm doing, is this really what I want to be doing? And then also asking other people too, like your, your loved ones, like, Hey, what are you, what are you been up to? Like, is this like, do you enjoy it? And being really honest, because these conversations that we have on podcasts really make me think and make me introspective on like, what, what the outcome I want it to be. And, and I think you can ask those same questions with, with your close close friends and family too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm that's why I'm so blessed because these a lot of people here listening now, and a lot of people that never have these conversations. Everything is uh, more on a superficial level, but I love digging deep into your own history and your own life because mm-hmm. we need to spend that time if we want to live a good life, and and life's so short. So, so short, you yeah. are you should live a good life, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I'm reminded, I try to remind myself every day. I'm like, man, life is really short. Like, I mean, you know, time moves by really quick. So really enjoy Try to enjoy what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: I'll have uh, two last questions, right? And then I'll let you go. The first one, I want you to imagine that you're 87 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, You're, in your mansion uh, with your family or by yourself, whatever you want it, want it to be, and you're overlooking this, your favorite view. I don't know if it's the hills, the ocean, mountains, and you're contemplating on your life. Uh, what do you want to see have happened in order to say, hey, this was actually a good one?
0: Man, that's a that's a beautiful question. I would, I would hope that one day, you know, I can enjoy this with you know a partner like you know, hopefully maybe one day kids or grandkids if I'm 87, probably hopefully grandkids uh, maybe. Uh, either either case, like I would love to know or have the feeling that you know I helped you know people with with accomplishing their goals in life. I think that's really important. Um, you know for me, I've had so many incredible mentors and people in my life who inspired me to want to live again to To fight for something, and I'm not. I don't. I don't try to say that to be cheesy or, or say that lightly. Like I really had moments where I like wanted to give up, and there's people in my life who who gave me the confidence and the courage to to try something till I I fell in love with with life again. I would say if I can encourage, you know, one person to fall in love with life again, I would consider my life a success.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps, and because I think we're all going through different trials and tribulations in our life right <laughs> you, yours was very very direct and uh, we can all understand it but how you found your way back is admirable and it and i i'm very happy that i was able to to meet you Likewise. Uh, this way yeah. yeah and i hope our journey continues as friends for a long time
0: it will it will uh,
1: uh, last question for you, Ryan, is for people that are still here, you know, one hour is a long time yeah. in 2021. <laughs> yeah, with everybody's people... like goldfish attention, three sec- three seconds yeah. on Instagram, yeah. and then you're gone. <laughs> so if you're still here, thank you guys. We love you. One hour with us is hopefully worth your time. Uh, what is the one thing they can do right now to get a little bit closer to their goal?
0: Like you said, write it down. You know, I think, I think the step of having something come to fruition is is, is wishing for it and then acting on it. And the w- easiest way to act on it is just to write it down. I, I really like what you said earlier about pen to paper. I think that's that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, I wrote down goals before in 2020. And I look back on it, I still had that piece of paper. I'm like, oh, what did I accomplish? What, what did I exceed? Or what did I fall short on? Same thing this year. Um, I think that's important. Write it down. I, I'm, I'm stealing your answer, Peter.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's awesome. It's funny, over 230 guests now, and it's one of the most popular answers. Be, why? Because it fucking works. It works. So, it works. Write it down, guys. Sorry for all that profanity here, uh, but we we want to be authentic and real. And that's, that's the good thing with 2021. It's a podcast. You can say whatever you want, right? Exactly. And that is awesome. Uh, Ryan, Thank you so much. For people that want to check out Neuro or want to learn more about you, where can they find you?
0: Yeah, um, on our our Instagram for our company is just NeuroGum, N-E-U-R-O-G-U-M. Our website's uh, getneuro.com. And then personally, it's uh, ryan.ryc. So yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, Peter.
1: This was awesome. And guys, before I let you go, I need your help. I'm creating a tribe here with 10 million people creating better lives, achieving their goals. I can't do it myself. I need guests like Ryan on the show. I need you to help me share this. Give us a review. Let's spread this message. Let's get more people involved in living better lives and and actually have some fun. Uh, if you enjoy this show, I also encourage you to, to check out some of our other cho- shows. One that I really enjoyed was uh, with Daniele Bolelli. We talked about his research on Bruce Lee. And actually the question, was Bruce Lee happy? Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Awesome. And then there's there's a whole, whole bunch of others. Check us out at ilovesuccess.co, YouTube, Instagram, podcast, whatever you uh, uh, is your preferred method without further ado thank you guys and i'll see you next week